You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 260, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says you can't get to the new unless you handle the now. And joining me on today's show is Les Watson. Les's passion for and expertise in time management and productivity has earned him the nickname The Time Lord. So The Time Lord is being interviewed by the podcasting queen today. He has worked extensively throughout Australia and Southeast Asia, delivering dynamic training programs to major corporations, small businesses and individuals. Now, his depth of knowledge and skills comes from over 30 years of experience as a trainer, a speaker and facilitator in self-management, in motivation and communication. And he lives and breathes time management in his own life as well. Now, on today's show, Les is going to share that systems are essential. We have to have those in our business. He also is going to talk about that balance is crucial and what that means, as well as don't try to do it all on your own. And I think as entrepreneurs, we often do that. So welcome to the show, Les. It's great to be here. Thanks very much, Emery. You are so very welcome. I think productivity and time management is something that we often long to achieve, hope to achieve, set the intention to achieve, yet find ourselves getting uh, chasing, if you will, the, you know, our, our to-do lists, and it, it never ends. So it's good that you're coming on the show to be able to share some of your insights and strategies. But take us back. I always love to give guests an opportunity to share how they got into their business. And obviously, in the introduction, we said you've had 30 years of experience as a trainer, speaker, and facilitator. But the Time Lord and and your passion for time management productivity, tell us how you got into that. I did a seminar back in 1985 with one of the doyens of time management, David Allen. He wrote the other book. Yeah. I wrote the book. He wrote the other book (laughs) called Getting Things Done. And in doing so, it changed my life. It took it from me being drifting to me having purpose. Yes. And it was around that time that I actually started to get into my own spiritual journey as well. Yeah. Uh, So having, um, and you mentioned it about systems, I, I was able to grab a system that changed my relationship with time, my relationship with goals, my relationship with the world mm. and create things rather than drift. Yes. So that was back in 1985. I was in Sydney. I was able to uh, start my own training company, which I had for many years uh, in Sydney mm. before I came down here to Victoria. And I trained some of the big boys up there, the Combanks, the Westpac, Rothschild, Vodafone, those sorts of things. Having the ability to go in and influence people in a, n- a number of different topics, whether it be time management or sales, customer service, uh, communication, leadership, those sorts of things. So yeah. that's where it was um, back in the day of uh, 
of being in personal development in mm. Sydney. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you for that. You know, and, and over the years, I'm sure you would have seen a lot of different practical tools and systems and now we've got a lot of digital tools and systems to help us try to capture that all elusive time that often you've I'm sure you've heard the saying time slips through our fingers yet we still struggle with this and often it's because of what's going on in here and just the habits that we have so uh, we're going to dive into that now you say systems are essential I absolutely agree why do you think so many businesses are still struggling um, with time management People don't give themselves the opportunity to look at the systems that they have. Mm. So what are the systems that support you? And uh, along the lines, of, for an individual, so the individual, what's a system that you have in your life that supports your relationship with time? Mm. And a lot of people will say, well, I have a diary. Well, what is the diary that you have? And do you use it? Is it a constant reminder of where you need to be, when and where? Mm. Uh, is it a calendar system? So what do you do in relationship to your calendar? Those sorts of systems have that ability to enable you to look at your relationship with time and not have anything slip between the cracks. Um, you were talking about it earlier, our relationship with time and people challenged with it. Uh, that old saying of, I want to do a time management seminar as soon as I have enough time. Yes. You kind of go, yeah, it's kind of back the other way. Yeah. So you make the time to put the systems in place to create it so you can have a better relationship with time. Yeah. So what are the systems that I use? I use both paper-based systems mm. and app-based systems. So a lot of people go, oh, no, I'm now a purist with the apps and we're going towards the application, leaving paper alone. No, a lot of people go, i I love my paper and we mm. haven't gone to a paperless office yet, Amber. Mm. I'm sure you still have paper. Oh, yes. In doing so, the, the paper-based system still has a place mm. and those that want apps, there's a huge amount of apps, uh, Evernote, OneNote, Trello, Asana, and the list goes on and on and on. So my invitation to people is how do you engage with time? Mm. What's the system you have, whether it's paper-based or app-based, What's your trusted system? Yes, and it could be a balance of those. And I think uh, for you, you just said both. Me too. I love paper-based uh, products and I've got my apps that I just could not do, do without. But it's interesting because a couple of, it would have been last year, I bought uh, two diaries, one that was to finish off, uh, to finish off 2017 and then a whole one for 2018. I spent more time filling in this thing, doing this, and it was like, this is just ridiculous so you know sometimes people will often struggle because the system that they're trying to adopt just doesn't fit them and they and, and what they can nice. use do you find that as well oh very much so i was working with an executive uh one-on-one -on -one, which i do some mentoring and she actually said to me are you giving me permission to go back to paper i said <laughs> yes she said oh fantastic because i couldn't get this this app thing to work it just doesn't work for me she went out yeah. office works grabbed herself a paper-based diary and her productivity went yeah. through the roof mm. just because someone from an outside said I need some help point me in the right direction and I gave her permission to go back to paper yeah yeah uh, twice this has happened to me now but I do not recommend uh, anyone else does this you know we often celebrate inbox zero 
Well, yeah. what 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 you can do if you if you want to be really brave is delete everything off the cloud, and then obviously leave tick delete everything off my hard drive, <laughs> and oh you just God. see all these emails disappearing um, before your very eyes. Thankfully, a lot of the emails I'll I'll do you know put in folders that I I know I'll need to look at later or I have addressed and want to refer to. But that's a great way to get back to Inbox Zero if you ever yes. you know kind of brave. But I think getting back to to all in seriousness, it's finding a system that really works for you and so often in organizations I mean obviously for many of us we are you know the CEOs of our own business so we can choose however if you've had a, a system that ha has been given to you or recommended to you and it's working really well for someone else doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you it just means you probably have a, a different style how yeah. does people how do people then go about finding well what what is my style what is the best system for me the opportunity for people is to just check it out. You grab yeah. a paper-based system, you can make your own. You can go and grab a three-ring folder and put some uh, dividers in and some A4 sheets and create it the way you want to create it as yeah. a diary system. And mm -hmm. when I talk about a system, the front half of my paper-based system is my calendar and the back half of my areas of responsibility. Yeah. So we're looking at it from that standpoint of your relationship with time, where you need to be, when, where, and with who. And then the areas of responsibility looks at well, what are those areas in my life that play a part so much that none of these need to slip between the cracks? For example, mine, um, get more time and invoicing and marketing. Mm. Then you go into um, fitness and you go into finance and the list goes on another couple there. Mm. But those areas in your life that you really do want to pay attention to and having a system that your trusted system that you're able to look at on a daily basis, yeah. those things don't slip. Mm. So you're actually having a focus with that system that brings you on track on a daily, if not hourly basis. Yeah, yeah. So good. I love that. So reminding us, you know, what's your relationship with time? Something that I've realized that time and money, often how we look at those, what are we saying to ourselves? There's never enough time in the day. Time slips through our fingers. There's never enough money. Time, you know, money slips through our fingers. If we continuously say that to ourselves, guess what? We are going to continue to, you know, prove or find the evidence to prove our belief is right. So we need to really change that and then implement some of these systems. Let's I talk have about- a model with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. So the model is ES and I, mm. and the E stands for external action, the S stands for support, and the I stands for internal focus. Mm. And you just said it, that was what it is that we say to, we, to ourselves. Yeah. In doing so, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. So what does that mean? Mm. Well, if you're say, as you said, if you're saying to yourself, you're always late, you'll yeah. always be late. Yes. If you say to yourself, you hate Mondays, you'll always hate Mondays. Mm. If you say, I'm never on time, I'm always late, those sorts of things become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And in doing so, you end up with the result. So mm. if you change that, if you change your internal, your world change, mm -hmm. your relationship with the world changes. Yeah, so, so true. Something else that I realised uh, probably towards the end of la last year, Les, I did the Colby score, the Colby A score. I'm not sure if you heard that. I love all of those assessments, you know, to give you a bit more self-awareness. And I realised I was really high on the, um, the quick start 
what that means for me is I click into action and get into the you know into real doing mode productivity mode when there's a short amount of time or when something is has a finite time on it so if someone says oh you know whenever well it will take whenever and I think once you realize that what's my style what what's a good environment for me uh, and that I click into productivity we can make sure that we can schedule that in or that we create an environment that is going to be you know more conducive or inspire our, our creativity and of course our productivity too something else that we often talk about and can can find difficult to achieve if we believe it is difficult to achieve is balance so what does balance mean for you well, it's a balance between the work environment and the home environment so how can you work with time so that you have time to hand balance? Mm. So a lot of people have FOMO or fear of missing out and they pack their day full of everything and the schedule with everything and there's no time for themselves or they're racing around and feeling like they're at the mercy of their calendar. Mm -hmm. So the invitation for people is that they're the captain of yes. their ship. They're the commander. So take control of it and let go of those things that don't serve you. Mm. So I, I will look at um, that ES&I model, the external action, E for external action, S for support, and I for internal. Support, the S for support looks at, well, what support's available to you so that you don't have to do it all? Mm. And I look at that with, um, with a business model and um, business entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurs in business to go, well, are you trying to do your business on your own or do you have support even down to a pastor a mentor a coach mm. so rather than do it called i need to do it all myself outsource some or get together with somebody and go am i on track am i off track i i really need some help with this and sometimes it's a simple matter of out your mouth and in your own ears mm. as opposed to them feeding stuff back to you you can hear yourself and where you're going off, off track as opposed to trying to do it all your, yourself yes. in your own office. Yeah, and I think that's something that many of us, particularly those of us who start off as solopreneurs, and we may have a small team of contractors or outsourcing team that we certainly use. However, one of the most significant ways to block our growth is to continue to do a lot of things ourselves or do things that we really are not gifted in and that we really should outsource and often is finding the right people but also giving ourselves permission to outsource that we we have this false assumption that we need to do everything or know to need to do everything ourselves what do you say to people helping them go through that transition of outsourcing or, or delegating because that can be pretty tough particularly if you've been doing it all on your own for so long but what are some insights you can share around that at what point do you have enough money to outsource? And mm -hmm. that's a challenge for every individual and it's different for everyone because it is a matter of, well, for one person it's this and the other person it's completely different. Mm -hmm. But at some point you need to look at your own finances in your business and go, I'm putting bread on the table, I'm making ends meet mm -hmm. and I'm still a bit challenged. Therefore, if I have a little bit left over, I need to start outsourcing that part, mm -hmm. whether that's admin or marketing or your social media, whatever it is, or to get a PAEA um, uh, virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So the opportunity to grab some support and not do it all yourself, it's, it's essential. 
and it'll be different for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any resources that you can recommend, um, particularly if we're looking at outsourcing? I know that there's a, there are some resources that have been shared before, but do you have any personal favourites? No, I don't. Um, the, I've got a lot of um, the district that I'm in have a lot of support around oh, EAs and VAs yeah. so that the individual can. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups and mm. the people in those Facebook groups, you just to put your hand up, yeah. just grab into a group, put your hand up and go, guys, who can help me out here? And yeah. a lot of them will be in your own area. Mm. If they're not in your own area, I, I recommend people come back to me and talk to me around the VA situation because mm. I've got friends that do VAs offsite, virtual assistants offshore, yeah. mm. and they will come back and go, well, hold on a tick, aren't you taking a job from somebody else? Well, actually, you're providing a job not only for them, but mm. also them and them and them. And I've, I've had um, stories of people being able to offshore and have 10 people in their yeah. team for the price of one in Australia. Is that wrong? Maybe. Or... I'm actually creating 10 jobs rather than yeah, one. So yeah, yeah. I'm all for, I've used outsourced um, offshore for, for years and, and I've worked with some VAs here in Australia too many years ago and said you really want to specialise in areas that cannot be outsourced. You know, what knowledge and skills do you have and, and your background that no one else can offer? Um, because, yeah, you know, there's certain outsourcing. But, you know, one of the things that I'll often say talking about this, but people who may feel a little bit funny about outsourcing, here in Australia, we've got lots of opportunities, lots and lots and lots of opportunities. But in some of those countries, their computer or their little laptop, that's it, because their government doesn't have the facilities to be able to support them. So if you yep. can you know, empower a community because you've given someone um, a role, even if it's only a part-time basis, can mm. be the difference between them feeding their family and, and allowing their children to go to school. Fantastic. And we are a global community, aren't we? And it always yeah. comes back, I, I think, for, for sure. So that really speaks beautifully into not trying to do it all on our own. Sometimes as businesses, it can be quite difficult for us to know, all right, what shall I outsource first? Is there an exercise or an activity that you can recommend, particularly if someone, again, has not really outsourced uh, any work, to say, well, look, these are some key key activities. Like you mentioned our um, admin, you mentioned VA, but there's so many different aspects of admin work that we're currently doing. So is there an exercise that will help businesses to kind of discern, right, let me start to, to chunk this up and that's what I can look at outsourcing in the interim? I, I will bring people back to what's on your plate. Mm. And a lot of times people have too much on their plate. So the first thing I do with people is get it out of their head onto paper. So the, the stuff that's going on in our head, the ones that are on our shoulder going, what about me, what about me, what about me? Mm. It's what we call open loops or incompletion. And they don't serve us. Mm -hmm. So they either are relevant today or they were relevant and they're still there and still open and they're numb now. Mm. So the, I, I will say to people, get out of your head onto paper and once it's onto paper, then decide what you need to do with it. Yes. The key for most people is to look at it from that aspect of if it's out of here, down to here, and I have all of these things, can I do them all myself? And what are those areas that I can get rid of? I can outsource. Mm -hmm. I can get help with. Now, from that standpoint of help, I call it support. Two keys with it. Are you supportable? 
and do you ask for support? Mm. And if I'm not supportable, it's like I always stand up on a chair and I won't do it right now, but I stand up on a chair and I go, look at me. No, I'm fine. Anne-Marie, I'm fine. No, Jack, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm standing my ego and I'm pushing people away. Mm. So rather than do that, step off my ego, so I step off the chair and let people, because they've already asked if they can help me, mm -hmm. to then give me that support. That's the first one. And then be like be supportable. That's the first one. Mm. The second one is ask for it. Mm. So how many times do you ask people? Because people are out there in your network, in your family, in your tribe, in your church, whatever it might be, in your community, that are dying to give you a hand. Mm. I just need, I, I, I'll give you a hand, I'll give you a hand. And all you need to do is ask. Like, oh, I've been waiting for you to ask me for that for so long. Thanks. And they'll jump in. So mm. the two keys for me, three keys, get it out of your head onto paper. Yes. Work out how you can be supportable and ask for it. Mm -hmm. So that process will then move you in a direction of, so where to from here? And then you go into, is it local? Is it offshore? Um, do, I, do I get rid of my admin? Do I get mm. rid of my... Uh, my phone calls mm. do I have people doing sales for me do I outsource my social media so it frees up more time for the gifts and talents mm. that I'm really good at and I can focus on those and other people can do the other stuff yeah so so true and I love that um, we're going back to the quote that I opened the show which is what you said that we can't get to the new unless we handle the now and so often when we're looking at our businesses we are looking at adopting new things or growing the business and often we hear the term you know I want to scale my business yet if we haven't really looked at what we're talking about today and I know we've only scratched the surface with what yeah. you've just shared of course but if we want to scale our business if we want to grow our business we have to get these systems in place we have to have balance as a ceo otherwise we could end up being burned out and we certainly can't grow our business unless we have a team behind us and systems in place that will enable us to onboard new team whether it be in person team like in the actual office or whether it be a, a, a virtual team. So these are all such important things. And often, and I heard this from my mentor, and you probably uh, will say this too, when do you need them? Often before you actually need them, you, start to, you need to start planning for them before you actually need them. Because sometimes, you know, you may take on a big client or get a big client, and then it's too late because things will fall through the cracks and that customer won't be happy. So it's always important to start planning. Do it small now, start to to get comfortable with it so that you can continue to grow your team, grow the support, create the systems you need yep. for your business to continue to scale. Perfect. Yeah. So, so Les, share with everybody what is the best way for them to get in contact with you because I'm sure there's a lot more resources and insights that you can share. What's the best way for them to do that? The easiest way is through the website www.getmoretime.com.au. So that's the easiest one. Yeah. Uh, my phone number zero four one four four eight nine six eight nine. Happy for people to ring as well or text me. Uh, you can there's a contact through the website as well. And and and, and, and. the book. There we go. And of course, it's available on perfect. the website as well. Yeah, fabulous. So, Les, a question that I'm going to ask on behalf of people who are listening and watching and also accessing the recording. You work with people that are overseas as well outside Australia? Indeed. So not only one-to-one, -one, but yeah. all the way up the East Coast, one-to-one uh, -one or in yeah. groups in corporate. 
but then it can be done through Skype, yeah, it can be done course. through Zoom as we are today. The opportunity is limitless now. So I can be working with someone. I've got someone in China currently, like I'm about to go into a call with them. So yeah. uh, anywhere, anytime. Yeah, it's fabulous, isn't it? So productive using Skype and, and Zoom. I use a lot of Zoom too. You know, people will often say, oh, coffee chat. I oh, don't want to, you know, do you want to meet in person? I say, let's do Zoom because we can have multiple calls and conversations and never have to drive or worry about parking and Perfect. wasting time stuck in traffic. Yep. I mean, how yep. many hours do we waste each year on that? Look, thank you so much for, for sharing your insights. One of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and we'll be honoured to do that for you today, Les, being that this is the Christian Entrepreneur Show, is just to finish the, the uh, show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? That'd be great. Fabulous. That's great. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Les today and just have him share his insights on so important things as we are building kingdom businesses that honor you in every mm. way. We need to be mindful and good stewards of our time, of where we are, spending our energy, what we are focusing on and being productive. Lord, we just want to uphold Les and all the work that he's doing, the clients that he's working with. Will you continue to support him and bless the work that he's doing there? And Father, the, you know, the entrepreneurs who have listened to the show that they can grab the insights they were shared today to make mm. their business more more productive and more profitable because as we are more profitable we can then give back to kingdom focused projects father we just want to ask this in jesus name amen amen thank you so much for coming on the show i love i love the discussion of time management and productivity there's always so many different things that we can implement just to make our day far more um far more productive so that we get to the end of the day and feel you know what today was a good day because there's nothing worse is it than feeling that you're always not behind the eight ball and that you never got things done let's shift that around and let's just celebrate what we did do um, and implement some of the things that you spoke about today so that every day that we can be more productive and impacting the world with uh, the gifts and talents that uh, we've been blessed with so thanks once again for coming on the show you're welcome thanks very much Emery. Bye. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no cost and low cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.